0: My name is Erica Connor, and you are listening to the Let's Be Real podcast. Psalm 133.1 says how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. Back in a much earlier episode, I promised that I wouldn't sing again. through the podcast because a song came to mind and I had to sing it. I couldn't just talk it. And I'm having a very difficult time not singing this verse, but I'm not going to because <laughs> you don't want me to. But does anybody know the song? Is anybody else singing it in their head about Psalm 133? One, how good and pleasant it is when we dwell together in God's unity. <laughs> See, that was me trying to say it without really singing it. Today, I want to talk to you all about unity. I've been reading through Philippians, through church. We're doing a just a very quick, brief study, um, both in our small groups and in our weekly teachings at church, going through the book of Philippians, a chapter a week. And God has really put this on my heart as I've been thinking about that passage and just what does this look like in the Christian body, this whole being of one mind, Let's make Paul's joy complete, he says, by being unified as believers with one mind. Quite frankly, I don't think it looks like what we're seeing for the most part right now on a large scale of society here in the U.S. Um, I think that if I were to say, do you guys feel like there might be, you know, just a tad of disunity right now? In the country, of course, we'd be like, "Um, yeah, are you kidding? It's before an election. It's always bad, but now throw in all of the other stuff, the covid, the masks, what does that look like to live life, schools, like so many things, and then a fairly polarizing election cycle, which it really always is, but you know we all feel like this one's feeling a little bit more so." And then maybe it is, or maybe we're just not remembering all the other ones. Because I always, I'm like, is it over yet? Every year, every fourth year, I'm like, can we be done? I'm over the ads. I'm over the discussions. I'm over it all. Um, but yeah, maybe this one's a little bit worse. But I think even within the body, I think we can probably all agree that unity right now is a little bit apparent of a struggle. It's We're not really a very unified body. Um, And here's the deal. I don't know that it necessarily means that we agree with every little thing that everybody does, that we are unified in our our mission and in our core beliefs of the gospel. We went through the gospel primer, the book about how to preach the gospel back to yourself, making sure that we're truly familiar with the gospel, what it means in everyday life. I love Dr. Paul Tripp because that's what he is all about. He just takes the gospel and applies it to all situations and what that looks like. So if you haven't read any of his books or he has a devotional short devotion for every single day called new morning mercies that I've read out of before, it is just so good. That is where we're to be unified in the heart of the gospel. I mean, we hear over and over and over in the new Testament to be unified Philippians 2, one. therefore, if any encouragement from being unit, united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any common sharing in his spirit, if any tenderness and compassion, these are the things that happen in unity. How's that going? How's that going for us? Is it feeling really uh, compassionate and comforting? Are we sharing in one spirit? Are we encouraged? I think we're probably not. And I'm not going to speak for everybody. But I'm going to speak for a lot of us because I know I'm feeling that. I know from conversations with others, they're feeling that. I'm seeing it with my very own eyes. Romans 12, 16 is live in harmony with one another. Okay. Make every effort to keep the unity of the spirit through the bond of peace. That's Ephesians 4, 3. Make every effort. It is really easy to not make any effort at all. Come on. Can I get an amen right there? Come on. It is really easy to not try at all, to give up and be like, oh, that person. I just can't get anywhere with them. Oh, that conversation, or oh, they think this, or oh, they think that. And we can just become disunified. Is that a word? I think that's a word. Broken. Not moving forward as a body of believers with the same passions, with the same goals with the same ministry poured into our heart from God the Father of letting others know about him and knowing about him based on how we live in our love. First John four twelve. no one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and his love is made complete in us. Have you heard the ver- the phrase? It's a verse, and they will know we are Christians by our love. I think we see that When we are unified, 1 Peter 3.8, finally, all of you be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate and humble. You guys, I can keep going. The list of verses about unity, it's constant. So obviously it was a pretty big problem for the readers of these letters at the time they were written. This is nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun. We keep going through all the same issues, the same struggles. We are human. This is what we are up against. We are fighting spiritual battles at all time. I talk about this in episode 21, prayer and wartime, that we tend to live like it's peacetime when every single day is actually wartime. And because we're living like it's peacetime, we don't put in a whole lot of effort in remaining unified, Ephesians 4, 1 through 6. As a prisoner for the Lord, then I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit. And just as you were called to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and one Father of of all who is over all, through all and in all. I think we need to sit there for a second. I think this last verse one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all, is over all of us. He works through and in all of us. And because of that, as a body of believers, truly believing to our core not just lip service not just saying yeah i believe that he works in all of us and that he is over all of us all of us with different denominations all of us in different churches all of us with different beliefs on lots of things because there are a lot of options of a lot of things to believe in so it gets very difficult to actually find anyone that's going to completely agree with you on everything like that's very very mm, improbable. I mean, most spouses don't agree on absolutely everything. So to kind of have that expectation carrying around in the back of our head, like, well, I can't be friends with them. We don't agree with this. Or I just can't handle listening to them. I was like, guess what? You don't agree with people either. We are not going to all agree, but we are called to be sober-minded, to be gentle, to be patient, to bear with one another, How's that working out for us? <laughs> I don't even know if I want to ask the question, but I'll say it again. How's that working out for you? How's it working out for me? Depends on the day, right? Depends on how busy I am, how behind I am on stuff. I can get real uh, cranky and flustered and stressed out because I have filled my life with so much stuff. I'm not claiming any of them as bad, so don't read any judgment into that. If you do, that's on you. It's not on me. I'm saying this from experience. I fill my life with stuff to do, to get done, to take care of, to clean up. It's almost all good stuff, but sometimes it's too much. Or it's actually not even close to too much, but the day before I did absolutely nothing because I was feeling lazy and then I got way behind. So then it makes the next day far more chaotic. Who has been there? Me. Every other day. <laughs> Busy, chaotic one day, and then I'm just so exhausted that I have to take a lazy day. But then I only get further behind. So the pattern, you know, it just keeps going. Okay, not every other day, but occasionally this happens. And then it makes us snippy and it makes us snappy and it makes our attitude bad. And then the day goes wrong. And then you read a post wrong or somebody said something to you that you didn't like because you're already in a bad place. And disunity continues to grow. I truly believe that where we see ourselves as a society, is the failings of unity. I don't think anyone's really going to disagree with that, right? I mean, we are definitely not unified. We see a lot of hurt. We see a lot of brokenness. And I put this one on the church. Over the last hundreds of years, we tend to and need to be aware of, we tend to look at our faith and our church and our Bibles as something to meet our needs, something to make our lives better. Something so we can have a really great day. Now, are all of those things possible? Making our lives better, have a good day. Yes, living and walking with the spirit, it has this fruit that comes out in our lives of peace, of joy, of love, where even in the midst of our circumstances, of our day, of our hectic, of our chaos, of our busy, we can still have all of those things. But are we actually having those things to the full when we continually live in disunity with others and with other believers. You guys, we are a body. We have to work together in this common goal and mission of bringing others to Christ, to sharing the things that we know to be true in our lives, to be true in God's word, to be true of the Lord, his workings and his character. We all have to do what we have to do and that is be united in purpose to do what God has us on this earth to do, to be his imagers, to be his hands and feet, and to help do his work. Here, he doesn't need us. He wants us. He works in us, and he works through us. And we're spending a lot of time of not being unified and far less time working together for the glory of God in the kingdom. So I'm a little fired up about this, not in a bad way, but in a really excited way. It has really rejuvenated me as I've been reading through some books and some scriptures. And, you know, it's funny when something that you really haven't ever heard before comes up and then you hear it again. And then you hear it again someplace else in a totally unrelated situation that you would have never expected to hear the same thing from. You're like, what? No. Okay, I just learned about that. How did he know about that? (laughs) God just keeps speaking to you from all angles. It is super inspiring. It is super exciting. Has anyone ever gone through a season where you feel like God is just growing you and stretching you and calling you out into something? It is scary and it is exciting. Let me tell you how scary it is to publish a podcast. (laughs) after my intro, I think it's just a couple minutes long. Yeah, I cried. I was Like, I don't want to do this. This is so scary. What if I sound stupid? I'm fairly certain I sound stupid on a regular basis on this podcast. But this right now is about obedience. This is what God is calling me out to do. And I'm just gonna do it. You know, for now. I mean, I don't know how long he has me doing this. You guys, today is publishing episode 30. I'm like, what? There's no way. I'm just a girl with a microphone who doesn't plan ahead of time what she's going to talk about, but gets up on Friday mornings and is like, all right, God, what are we saying today? He's like, well, what's been on your heart this week is like, oh, it's this and it is unity. So if you follow me on social media, you may have seen the video that I recorded this week, just sitting in my garden with my muddy hands, no makeup, horrible eye wrinkles in that video I watched. I was like, huh, I really need to start using my eye cream more often. But this video is just me kind of talking about unity. And one of my favorite times of the year to really, really dive into, that's not even the right word, lean into, embrace, sit, and rest well in studying God's word is at Advent. I know that we all take pictures of our Christmas tree with the lights on. Sometimes you've got your Bible or a book or coffee, but... How peaceful and beautiful and lovely is it to sit in a dark room with the lights of your Christmas tree, with a cup of coffee, with music going? I mean, this is the thing that Hallmark movies are made of, people, right? Like just the lovely. So, Advent time for me is so much about reconnecting and refocusing, coming into a crazy time of our year. I mean, let's be honest, 2020 has all felt like a crazy time, but. I don't think all of it's been maybe as, as bad as is now with the election in the mix with all of it, too. I saw somebody's meme post yesterday that said, hey, do you guys remember, like, like, just the Tiger King takeout food, staying at home, watching movies, that part of quarantine? They're like, can we go back to that? Can we go back to that beginning where we were actually all a bit more unified in the beginning? I don't know if we all were, but it felt that way, a bit more unified. A bit more just embracing it. I'm not saying that's what we should be doing. I'm not making a political statement at any point. I'm just saying that this whole year seems to have been a bit chaotic. And while there was times of it that may have seemed a little bit more lovely and a little bit more peaceful, like March and April, it definitely doesn't feel that way now. So it's going to take, I think, a little bit of extra work and extra intentionality to move into a place of preparing ourselves for Christmas. We need to prepare we need to prepare our hearts for any of any of it, all of it, everything, because Christmas time is hard and amazing every year, and I think twenty twenty Christmas could be pretty great. So, this is my this is my goal. Join me in an online Advent study. There's a study. Oh come, O come, Emmanuel. It's new out of Lifeway. Order your book online and join us via Zoom Saturday mornings from 8 to 9.30. We're going to try to respect that time frame because I do know people's life is busy. But ladies, it's five weeks. We can carve out five weeks in a time that we really, really need it. You can protect an hour and a half on a Saturday morning. And if that means you're running places with kids, put those earbuds in and take us with you. Now, I think it'd be Way more lovely to be like sitting with your coffee in front of your Christmas tree, which we are starting on the 21st. So it's the week before Thanksgiving. So yes, it might make things more difficult, but we can do it. Plan ahead. Join us. There is a public Facebook event through my page, Erica M. Connor on Facebook, for the Advent Study. Just a couple posts right now. I'll post the Zoom link probably every Friday for the Saturday morning If you don't follow me on social media, Erica M. Connor on Facebook and on Instagram, I will try to get this stuff up on my website, but I'm not all good at updating my website. So I I always leave that to last because it's not really all that fun for me to do because I feel like I have to relearn how to do it every time I log in. I'll try to put it on my website, ericamconnor.com. But join us. Tell your friends. Let's prepare for Christmas. Let's prepare for Emmanuel in a unified way. Invite friends from all sorts of churches, from all sorts of denominations, from all over the place. Invite your non-believers if you want. Get your book. Do the work each week. I know you will be blessed by coming into God's word as we prepare for this crazy time. And I think it's going to be a really great experience for us to just experience a little bit of this unity of coming together to learn. Regardless of our background, regardless of what we're thinking, feeling, believing right now, regardless of how life is going, let's come together in the presence of God as we prepare for Advent. So, if you don't follow me on social media, please do so. If you listen to this podcast and you like it, will you leave a review? I know it's kind of one of these shameless plugs that I actually hate doing, but I think it's important. Leave a review. If you want to share this podcast, share this this episode to invite people to the Advent Study. If you have questions, you can email me. But let's join in on this effort of unity. Let's try to bring the body of believers together so that we can go forward with one heart and one passion and actually show the world